0: This is the What Did We Say Podcast. What Did We Say? And Erica, we have a very special episode today.
1: Very special guest today, guys.
0: Well, it's our first guest. That's what makes the episode special.
1: Also, the guy makes the guest special. The guest
0: is special, and it's none other than Rodney Ladd. Hello.
1: Welcome, 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 Rodney.
0: Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Now, Rodney, are you nervous? Did we make you nervous? No. I think you guys uh,
2: set a pretty comfortable atmosphere. Um, there's wires and cords everywhere, mm-hmm. and there's no booby traps in front of me, so
0: how you, I think I feel pretty good. Now um, this like is the... a
1: clean podcast, so we don't say words like that.
0: Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> how did you like my slide action there? Did you hear how that music faded out? Yeah,
2: that was good. Wow. Was that smooth? That, that was very smooth. Um, yeah, thanks for having me, guys.
0: Um Well, thank you for jumping on and Mm -hmm. what people might not know is Rodney was the very first listener outside of Erica and myself. So yeah, he, not only that he's sharing to people. Rodney's also incredibly talented. Yeah. There's some things I'm good at.
1: Like what?
2: Um, well one, I, my personality, I make people feel really comfortable. Uh, I'm I've known to have a really good smile. Um,
0: I believe that that because I told you that today,
2: Um, and then I had a leader call me today and said the same thing you said. Really? And they and I was like, "This is weird. I must have a really good smile." And I never just really, yeah. Like
1: on the phone, she's like, "Rodney, are you smiling right now? Because it's a good smile." (laughs) Yeah,
2: people know when I'm smiling (laughs) when I'm talking. People know when you're you're smiling on the phone. By the way. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I try to do my best to smile. Um, I have some musical talents. I grew up in the church um, playing Ooh, the drums. What are they? Okay. Yeah, I played the drums just like Josh. Yep. Um,
1: just like me. Just kidding. You,
2: oh, my gosh. <laughs> There's Erica, something about, do you Erica ever play, play the drums.
1: Really? Uh, she like, also plays
2: no. piano. Do you she play the sings. drums on beat? Yes. Or?
1: Is there another way to play the drums? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, <There's>, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the way I do it.
2: There's definitely another way to play the drums. Um, so played the drums, and uh, so I know how to keep a, a steady tempo and half beats and quarter so you got beats. got some rhythm? Got some rhythm, can play the tambourine pretty well. Fun fact, uh, Rodney's a DJ. I, I'm, I'm a DJ, so oh. that is really fun. That's really, really fun oh. to create things on the fly.
1: How many kids you got, Rodney?
2: I have four kids.
1: Which one's your favorite?
2: Uh, Koa, definitely. For sure. <laughs> For yeah, sure. Maybe. Yeah, he's, he's no, the he's baby. He's daddy's boy, right? <laughs> he's 19 months. He, unfortunately, is still in the bed, um, but I kind of like it.
1: Koa. Listen, Josie's three and still in our bed, so yeah, it's my You're in great company.
2: Yeah, I, I kind of like it. He's, he's a good kid. And then I got um, Koa, Koa, Tristan, Peyton, and we got the oldest, Amaya. So mm. Amaya's my least favorite right now. Mm. She's the oldest. Yep. So i uh, kind of sick of it right now. So, so yeah. you're
0: saying Josie, who is an angel, who is 3, my daughter, mm-hmm. at some point could be my least favorite if I have more kids.
2: Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Oh, we're
0: having,
1: many, we're having more kids.
0: At some point, let's hope. <laughs>
2: <laughs> at some point. I know it takes two to tango. Uh, but uh, yeah.
0: Jokes. Now, Rodney, I have a very, very important question for you. Okay, shoot. I've got actually a couple more questions, Mm -hmm. but first question for you. Mm -hmm. Who's your favorite coworker?
2: Uh, Definitely Brian Woody.
0: (laughs) Rodney. (laughs) I'm a little offended for our listeners out there that don't know this. Rodney and I worked together at Life Church, South Oklahoma city. Yeah. And I, I was just expecting a different answer than that. (laughs) Uh, Brian
2: Woody, uh, there, there's something about he is like I don't know. a warm
0: glass of milk. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, I walked into your, I walked in here, and he came around the corner out from nowhere, and he said, "Oh, let me find Josh for you." Just so helpful. Like yeah. how did he even know I was looking for you? Yeah, <laughs> so helpful. he's
0: like Santa Claus on Christmas
2: Eve. <laughs> he's like Santa Claus on Christmas Eve. It's um, a grandma hug, a grandma hug, and the best concierge service at any hotel that you could ever find and
1: he knows how to dance, so he win, 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 dance win. like
2: wonderful <laughs> Golly. he's he, such an angel
0: he is definitely yes. in comparison to me <laughs> <laughs>
2: now, now, now that i'm
0: thinking about it yeah yeah i think i only made two people cry today that's so. it, that's Let's it see. today, man. yeah one
2: yeah two people and then one person yesterday um, I'm sure
1: I'll cry later tonight <laughs> yeah, so, so, I mean.
0: Just get ready <laughs> I have that effect on people Serious question mm-hmm. What do you uh, what, what would others say make you tick Like, like what What is your heartbeat uh,
2: For me Man I would say uh, The thing that makes me tick Well I don't know if you're talking about like pet peeves or if you're talking about in general in life, like things that make me
0: just righteous anchor. Th- uh, okay. You took it. Th- I, I was saying, man, what, what is Rodney passionate about? Yeah. Like what's your heartbeat? Yeah. So we can do pet peeve if you'd like mm-hmm. for me. no, pet now peeve I got a is, couple of them. I yeah. got a
2: couple of them. Uh, I would say what makes me, um, just really, really on fire is, uh, individuals, uh, I would say specifically, um, apathy, um, inside of, of men, um, that aren't leading their families well, uh, because I've been there before. Yeah. So, um, that is why I do what I do, um, as a life groups pastor is, um, connecting, I mean, all individuals to a place of health, but man, it's, uh, men, uh, just kind of sometimes fall short in this
0: area. So. So that, that burns you up, man. Yeah. That's your heartbeat. It's just
2: something like when I'm talking to someone, uh, especially a guy and you can almost, you know, hear the excuses Mm -hmm. and you you just want to smack someone, you know, (laughs) it gets you ready to go. Yeah. It gets me ready to go. So I have to hold my tongue a lot. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that, that just, yeah. So when you're leading men to outcomes, like you're, you're leading men to take action leading men to become better husbands, fathers, um, workers, friends, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's when you are at your best. That's when you're happiest. Yeah.
2: That's when, that's when I'm my happiest. That's when I'm, I'm tapping more into my spiritual gifts, um, Mm -hmm. of, um, just encouragement, exhortism, and just getting them to take a next step, Encourage them through the word to, um, uh, to be the best person they can be. That what
1: what causes men to become apathetic in leading their families?
2: Uh, lots of things uh, in which idols. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, generational curses, the ways that men are brought up, um, and then there's culture, mm-hmm. um, toxic masculinity, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. There's there's so many things, but um, I, I definitely think you know from my upbringing. That um, there wasn't, I can't think of really just a lot of generational curses that held me back. Mm -hmm. I can think of more idols that culture brought brought on to me as a man that held me back and and had me leading um, in apathy.
0: Now, Rodney, part of this podcast, I was going to send you a text, okay, Mm -hmm. as we were recording. Not to (laughs) not not be serious because what you're talking about is great. Let's Mm -hmm. get there. Mm-hmm. But the static people are hearing. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rodney was rubbing the microphone on his whiskers. <laughs> and it was causing static. I was like, what the heck is this? Oh, my God. Now, the bonus to this yeah. is that. For you, there's whiskers. Yeah. If it was yeah. me, they'd hear nothing. Nothing. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Uh,
0: hey, good good call. Good call. Okay. I, I was hearing that too. <laughs> I
2: was like, man, what's up with one
1: of Josh's chords here? No, <laughs> all these
2: chords right? Or do we have some cool sound effect that makes it sound 1970 ish? Yeah, yeah.
0: so, so vintage. yeah, vintage. Sound so now that we get oh, that out of the way, yeah, let, let's Thank talk God. about idols. that. Was becoming
1: an idol for me because <laughs> it's all I could focus on.
0: <laughs> so, idolatry <laughs> oh
2: gosh. Uh,
0: will compose, <laughs> and as we talk about idols, mm-hmm. things that get your attention, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, um, people would tend to think, or or the natural tendency when you think about idols and, and simply put an idol is when you put something before um, your relationship with God. So when Mm -hmm. something becomes Mm -hmm. more important to Mm -hmm. you than God does, it becomes an idol. So, but I think when we think about idols, we tend to think more biblical times, ancient times, Mm -hmm. you know, something from the past. Mm -hmm. Would you say that idol worship even if it's indirect idol worship is still relevant today. Yeah, hundred um, percent.
2: I mean, there's different types of idol worship that I understand. I mean, there's, there's the physical idols that people put in their life. And then there's the um, heart idols. And I wasn't even really familiar about this heart idol concept until maybe, maybe five years ago. Um, and you know, of course, when you read in scripture, you read about the kings. Um, the there were good kings and bad kings in the kingdom of Israel, and um, the idols that they had to destroy were more physical idol, idols. But uh, in my life, I've I would say the the things that m- people struggle with the most are, are idols of the heart. Mm. Um, like what? Um, I would say. So I'll use myself as an example. Um, I would say for me, being a well, I'm a seven on Enneagram. Um, So, so am I. Are you really? No, he is not. He is an eight. (laughs) You know.
1: Okay. Do you know the Enneagram? You work with Josh. Is he a seven or an eight?
2: I definitely think he leans more to the eight. See,
1: I, yes. you're an eight wing,
2: wing seven. Eight. No, seven he's an
1: eight wing. wing seven. Okay.
2: Yeah, I just know. Would you about, agree? I yes, <laughs> and I don't. I'm not an enneagramologist. Okay, I know about my enneagram, and okay. I know I know my weaknesses as well. So
1: you're a seven. Would you think mm-hmm. Josh is a seven? Fully no, okay, no, not Thank fully. You. He made he, two he, people cry today, so he's, he's yeah, an he's, eight.
2: Yeah, he's definitely a seven. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. He just Wait, said
1: one it. more question. One more. One more question.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, Josh is a he's he swears up and down he's a J. I am convinced he's actually a P.
2: That that is correct. I think too. Thank no. you. I think he wants to be a J.
1: I think he does. Yeah. but he is not. Yeah, he's
2: he's a he's a P, and mm. I I don't like. Mm. Peas don't really call out other peas mm. um, when he's in P life. Yeah, and so um, sometimes when he's going with the flow and he might miss something that a P would do,
1: mm-hmm. I don't
2: call it. Call it, oh, he's he's just in an, in his P world." Just so you should
1: start because he's a he's a <laughs> P in denial. And if for our listeners who do not know, if you have not listened to our previous episodes, we're talking about the Myers Briggs uh, personality type, Josh. He says he's an ENFJ he's so an ENFP oh, no. Josh does not know himself as much as I know him.
0: Josh probably <laughs> hasn't taken this test in years so not only that step two confirmed it
1: so. <laughs> oh, okay. so.
0: listen
2: I took the the first time I took it I tested as ENFJ and my old team lead he was like, there's no way. No way. You te- you, and I took it again. I'm an ENTP. So
1: mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just needed to hear your thoughts yeah. on that, Rodney.
2: Okay. Yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah. So but, you're a seven. Yeah, I'm a seven as an enneagram. I, I I'm an enthusiast. I uh, so am I. I like to go with the flow. I I'm a. I wouldn't say a people pleaser, but I do. I do love being around. Do you people. like
0: likability? Like yes, do you like I do. People to like you. I
2: like people that like me. And, um, I, I wouldn't say I like to be the center of attention, but, um, one of the unhealthy sides of a seven is escapism. Mm. So that for me, not knowing fully my heart, um, anytime I would go through times of discomfort or even to this day, but not as much, but times of discomfort where, where I'm supposed to lean into uh, who Christ says I am, I would lean into more of escapism. Yeah. Meaning, um, if me and my wife are maybe in conflict, I would I could really go into a different world in my mind where something else is making me happy. Like I'm yeah. like, hey man, I'll go buy a lotto ticket, and then mm. I would think in my mind, man, what would I do with all this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have this false reality yeah, false reality
2: going I, I just bought a house and uh, all these things are happening yeah. in my life that are making me happy in the moment but it's an idol
0: yeah you're not living in reality not living in reality what what would candace say when you come back to reality like would she know that you're gone would she know that you're out there
2: uh not not much um she probably just thinks it's my personality. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she has no idea that you've been on a beach somewhere yeah, without her. Exactly.
2: <laughs> she had no. She just thinks that's Rodney. Oh, he's just she, doing this oh. thing. Yeah. So yeah, she most of the time I would be uh, maybe in a room by myself, or if I'm in a car um, after something happened, I could escape. Mm-hmm. And so what that is is I'm 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 putting something like God should be. The first person yeah. to help me um, in a place of uh, discomfort to feel comfort to mm. know where my identity's at in this. And instead, I'm putting my identity in something else yeah. that's making me feel that good. doesn't even exist. It doesn't exist at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and therefore has no fruit to bear. Whatsoever. Right. There,
2: I, I can't think of anything good that comes out of it. Yeah, but but to make myself look like I'm in control.
0: Yeah. So when so Rodney is is also a pastor. Um, same church, Eric and I are pastors at. Rodney's also at the same campus that I'm at. Yeah. What would you say? And Erica might have an answer for this as well, but she gets tired of my questions. It's, it's, <laughs> You've listened to the podcast. She gets tired of me asking questions to her. I don't even know why I'm here right now. I love like, both of
1: y'all. Just like y'all got it. I'm just love. I love my coffee.
2: <laughs> love love listening to y'all talk. <laughs> it's, it's, y'all are like the. Can I say this? Um, I hope I can say this. Y'all are like the white Christian. <laughs> Beyonce and
0: Jay-Z. Wow. Stop. Wow.
1: Yeah.
2: The
0: white B? Cre- well, since Rodney brought it up,
2: B and <laughs> if you couldn't tell
0: by Rodney's voice, <laughs> Rodney is a tall, beautiful black man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'm a short, beautiful white man. <laughs> you're not that short. <laughs> you're not that short. I'm not as, sure as <laughs> short as other coworkers. Yeah. I would say you're a little bit above average. I'm third. I'm the third tallest guy in the office. I'll say that. Okay. Mm. So, yeah. Or fourth tallest, maybe. There's one more. Good. Yeah. So, um, as as pastors, what would you say is something that is most common um, for for idol worship for people? And and I hate even the term yeah. idol worship, yeah. but what idols do you see most common in in church for the attendees that come in for you? Um.
2: So. I would say one of the common idols, uh, of course, a lot of people are fighting addictions. They're fighting, uh, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, uh, putting their trust in maybe another person. Uh, those three are probably the top idols, even putting their pastor as an idol. Yeah. I would I say, I see that a lot that, um, uh, This person gives me comfort and they might even follow this leader to other, you know, we're a church that loves to send people out. So they follow this person to another church. Mm -hmm. And I think that also is a a form of idol worship.
0: I think I've seen this play out with what you're talking about as their pastor, you know, can become an idol is they'll go to their pastor before they go to God Mm -hmm. and associate in this too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm just, so,
1: yeah, just I'm just concurring. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> where where I can think of two conversations this past week where somebody has came to me, and through the course of conversation, I found out that they hadn't went to God about it. Oh wow! First, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, wow, yeah, yeah. That that. But don't happens. you know,
1: as a pastor, you hold more superpower.
0: That's true. <laughs> That's true. <You're,
1: laughs> I, that was a joke for all. You haven't got listeners.
0: speed dial.
1: If you didn't pick up on my sarcasm. <laughs>
0: Your That's sarcasm is missed at times.
1: It is. wonder why. let will unpack that.
0: So for somebody struggling with you as their idol or or the church, maybe it's even just the church as their idol, where um, they, they associate the church with their relationship with God, and they should, mm. but there are some that identify the church or their relationship with the church as their relationship with God, and it's two very separate things. Mm. What's your advice to them, either one of you?
2: Uh, man, I would just say remedy the heart, um, meaning, um, I mean, the, the easy solution would be, you know, to go to God, um, Mm -hmm. with that. But, you know, there's a couple of questions that you would have to ask yourself is, um, what is bringing me joy in this moment? Um, it is God, am, am I going to God first? Um, or Am I going to this, um, this idol first, whether it be social media or yeah. whether it's uh, something you pick up first in your day, as opposed to going to God first in your day. So I would just kind of like audit your footsteps. Um, mm-hmm. meaning like where, where are your footsteps leading? Are you following Jesus? Or are you following something else? So yeah. that would be my, my answer.
1: I have a question. So we're talking a lot about people going to idols when things are bad. Like you you turn to this instead of God when things are bad. But I'd say people have idols that they turn to when things are good Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Like they, instead of giving thanks to God or going to God or maybe stepping in and serving more when things are good, they want to go out and hang with friends Mm -hmm. and
0: Mm – so would you or
1: disconnect or Netflix, Netflix and chill, or mm. Mm. you know?
0: Yeah, that's Rodney's. Yeah, <laughs> Netflix <and> Netflix. <laughs> no, I'm guilty. <laughs> I'm guilty of
2: that. Hundred yeah. yeah. uh, percent.
1: just in your brain, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, and then like the
2: so one of the um, yeah, Full I'm escaping. <laughs> good one, good one, Erica. But
1: um, sh- I'm funny sometimes.
2: I so what kind of um just triggered this whole thought of, of idolatry is um a comment that our CP, our team lead made you know about how he felt like he was making his son an idol yeah so and that's true we can make our our kids an idol it, mm-hmm. um, there's scripture somewhere in the old testament about um idolatry with our with our sons and daughters and um and so yeah we can definitely make people an idol they, they give us comfort but we can also put too much trust. So if you're putting too much trust in something, you're making an idol yep. um, over over when you're supposed to put all your trust in God. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of things that have come into my life. Uh, even we talked about DJing, um, that has been an idol for me. Yeah. you know that's something where it came bet- it came before um, me being devoted to God. It came before even, Uh, Being a really good husband, it was taking, it was eating up my time, and not, Mm -hmm. and
0: it was coming, it was stunting my growth. So I I think um, for me, most idols that I that I can recognize in my life aren't bad things. Mm, mm, They're good mm, things that I have replaced as like moments that should be God moments for me. I've mm, replaced with good moments. mm, mm, So like my. mm beautiful three-year-old little girl who loves her mommy more than anything. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to yeah, get on that she level. Does. <laughs> she does. She wakes up every morning,
1: mommy. <laughs> if Josh touches her, she flips. Before Erica.
0: Before Erica. She flips. Mommy has to hold her first. Really? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, but the the good moments for me, you know, become bad things or idols because mm-hmm. they I'm, I'm replacing the God moment. Yeah. So like time with my little girl Mm -hmm. is something I will always strive and fight for and and look back on. But I'm recognizing moments in the past seven days where I've chosen to spend time with Josie when I could have easily and she's been asleep for some of them Mm -hmm. where I could have easily have chosen to spend time with God. Mm -hmm. And so I've allowed that little girl Mm -hmm. my love for her, which is good, but it's not been godly all the time. Yeah, I
2: I think and sometimes you know like you said there's nothing bad about that but you know spending time with her can't you find God in that time? It, does that make sense like you spending time with her and uh maybe the love you feel for her maybe just even looking at the the hair on her head or yeah. or the way she's shaped like
0: finding God in those moments? would that be a form she, she has taught me. So if there's anything about those good things, um, I think it's, it's, it's recognizing where the good things come from Mm -hmm. and how they can point us to God or make us better followers of Christ. And so the thing about Josie that I love is it has shown me that God's a much better father than I am. Mm -hmm. And if I can look past all the faults and failures of my little girl, and there are plenty because she's three, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. wanting to hit me, I think it's almost the cutest thing in the world when she wants to <laughs> do something that's bad. Yeah, <laughs> literally,
1: she like, what'd she do? She smacked the crap out of me the other day, and I was, and I was back like. After. I, you weren't holding back laughter. You were just straight up. I was like, holding back
0: the amount of laughter. And I, so that before I'm then.
1: literally like trying to say, hey, it's not nice to, it's not kind of hit people. Yeah. Like, it's not great to hurt people. You hurt mommy. Mm-hmm. And Josh is like, pray <laughs> for us.
0: So that was a fantastic husband in that moment.
2: That's, I mean, I, Koa, he just got out of that phase for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. He would throw, the other day he threw a bottle at Candace's head, my wife, in the bed. And then right after that, I mean, she's holding him in the bed, and I know it's coming. I see him lower his head, and he's about to headbutt her.
1: (laughs) Oh, Oh my gosh. Like, he he
2: had this, like, I don't know why he was doing it. He was in this phase for, like, the last two or three weeks. And I didn't warn her. And I was like, he's about to headbutt her," and he did. And it was, like, a bottle to the head and then a headbutt. Oh, man. No. Uh-huh. Um, and I
0: – And she's like, learning about it now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was cracking up. <laughs> and then she kind of turns around and is not facing me. She's looking at the wall, and she's moving her shoulders like like maybe she's laughing too. But mm-hmm. then I'm like, hey, are you okay? She's And she was actually crying. Oh, oh my Yeah, and I felt really bad, but <laughs> – I am still laughing inside a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. It, yeah. it was like, yeah, a, it, it was like a, a combo. He if did I'm
1: it. crying, Josh is just still laughing. That's just <laughs> how it is.
2: That's the seven in me.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: That's the last two days
1: that <laughs> I no. witnessed
0: Josh in the office.
1: That's the challenger in you. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, mm-hmm. I think the point you are making is mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. I think it becomes an idol when you don't. Yeah. Like yeah. when you're yeah. not recognizing yeah. God. Yeah. And a lot of, I think a lot of people, might and I'm not saying this is true, that's why I say I think mm. a lot of people don't take the time to recognize God in it.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. The potential's there.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. But whether you do or not is so
2: and I and I think that's
0: where the idol part comes into play.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um I love that perspective. I um I've done a lot of that type of um I think observation um uh, here in the last probably month, um, as far as like what am I spending most of my time with mm. and what is giving me energy and, uh, how much energy am I putting into something? Um, and I've even here at church e- in what we do, um, mm-hmm. as leaders of leaders, all three of us, you know, auditing that as well. Like, have you ever come, came to the point, Josh, like you're one of our, um, best leaders here at the at our campus at Life Church and you've been around ministry for a while you've been leading for a while have you ever got to the point where you felt like leadership was an idol mm-hmm. does that make sense like yeah, yeah i
0: have uh and and i think i have recently because mm-hmm. as um as pastors and leaders mm-hmm. because they're their dual identities you know to what we do. Yeah. I think to want to be a better pastor and to want to be a better leader can be idols mm-hmm. based upon why are you doing what you do? Right. Yeah. So do, yeah. do I need to wait for my campus pastor or my boss to be looking out the window and then run out and start picking up trash? Mm. You know, it's, mm. like, yeah. oh, okay. it's all about the approval or how you're seeing mm. okay. or, or can I do it with nobody here? Yeah. You know, or yeah. when I have a great conversation with somebody, in the lobby or that's kind of like our internal language, you know, um, where, where I lead them to give their life to Christ. Yeah. Am I jumping on and telling people about it because man, somebody else just gave their life to Christ or Mm -hmm. is it because I led them to Christ? Right. You know, both, both. And I can tell you, man, yeah, they both exist. Yeah, They're both in there. Yeah.
1: I think for me recently, I've come to this realization. I used to read, I, I love being a pastor. I love, what God has called me to do and I love getting to do it. I I mean, I just love it so much. I love shepherding people and helping them grow and I came to the realization not too long ago that I was I was reading God's word and studying God's word so that I could help other people and maybe look better to other people mm-hmm. aside from just Rather feeding than you're myself. Just re- yeah. Rather mm-hmm. than just feeding mm-hmm. myself like I was getting fed ish, mm-hmm. but I would be like trying to internalize the scripture and memorize this verse so that like w- so I can gift it to someone else. But in re- I would just I forsook just this pursuit of just wanting a greater relationship with God. And so I feel like that's how mm-hmm. that can become like being idle for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. having having the ability. Ability, the knowledge, the wisdom, yeah. mm-hmm. the, the wherewithal to lead people to Christ mm-hmm. became more important to you than actually
1: Correct. Christ. right? Mm-hmm. And instead of doing that from the overflow, of what Christ was doing in me, I, and I didn't like, I, I can say I wasn't doing it so that my leader could see me doing it. I just was like, I just wanted to have all the answers for all the people mm-hmm. and I don't have to. Mm-hmm. And I've just began this pursuit of scripture just just because I love God Mm -hmm. and I want to know him more. Mm -hmm. And it's been a shift.
0: I think what I hear collectively being said is that there is an ability for idols to be made out of anything and everything. Mm -hmm. But also what both of you have said is the way that you do that, the way that you combat idolatry in your life is to consider the source, Mm -hmm. like check the heart, audit Mm -hmm. the heart. I think Rodney used the big... Mm -hmm. Philadelphia law, your term and audit, <laughs> audit your footsteps. That was something that you said.
2: Audit your footsteps. I did say that. I don't yeah. even, I didn't even mean to say that.
0: Sometimes I do say stuff. That's kind of cool. <gasps> audit. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. Audit your footsteps. Is that going to be the name of this podcast? Can, like, we can make it.
2: Cool. Yeah. We <laughs> can
0: <laughs> use that. Audit your footsteps. Audit your footsteps. But I think that's genius. Like you could. You could even say audit your your thought pattern. Mm, you know, okay. Audit, yeah. audit the <laughs> audit, <laughs> audit your heart. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. Like audit,
1: audit your why. Audit, like why yeah. are you doing something? Yeah. Why are you why are you doing this thing? Yeah. Is it to to disconnect, to unplug, to whatever? Yeah. Or are you doing it to grow your relationship with Christ? Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I have strategically the, the last three or four days, like I got very convicted to not use my influence on social media. Like I rejected mm. social media. I hated it. Mm. So for seven weeks, like I still rejected Facebook, but for seven weeks I posted very strategically on Instagram four yeah. times a day. Yeah. And got a lot of traction with it. Like grew grew followers, the engagement and stuff was, was happening. Mm-hmm. And then I recognized a thought in myself last week that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ugh. So the last seven days I haven't posted but one wow. post a day if that Okay. And I've even had people say, Hey, where are you at? <laughs> like what's and, and for me, <laughs> wow. like the the temptation there was like, Ooh, man, my social media is good enough for people to recognize when I'm not posting. Right. But ultimately, I just want to use my influence to point people to Christ. Yeah. But the good can turn into bad. Yeah. If you don't allow God to be in the mix. Yeah. That's so good. I'm
1: about the shout up in here.
0: I know. Hey, there's one. There's one other thing. Rodney, I you wanna... get on the drums now. <laughs> oh, no, full circle. I like <laughs> it. Ooh. There's um. There's one. Other idol that I would like to get your all's opinion on mm-hmm. before we wrap up, and we hear this a lot and and most of the time when we hear this word, it is pointing to Christ mm-hmm. most of the time. but I think with with where I hear some people talk about it, it is an idol, and it's our personal identity. so I think our mm-hmm. identity can become an idol mm. in what way? We'll, we'll always hear people, you know, say even in, even in the church realm, well, your identity, you know, mm-hmm. your identity, you got to know your identity. It's a buzzword for church leadership mm-hmm. right now, or, mm-hmm. or like it, your identity. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, like finding our identity is less important than finding Christ, mm-hmm. in our relationship with him. And mm-hmm. so I just want your all's thoughts on identity. Yeah.
2: So your I'm just trying to think of the words. Find your identity. Um I, I think yeah, I, I think that can be an idol. Um in like I'm just thinking about growing up in the church I grew up in and you know the the denomination I grew up in there there was an idol I think for um for individuals to be Idolize like you know the bishop would be up on the, on oh, the painting, yeah. and we have the first first wife of of the bishop, <laughs> first lady, yeah, first
0: lady, and they have their thrones on stage. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's an idol to yeah. me. um That's an identity yeah. issue, mm. and so I, I that's what I think of when I think of that um where identity comes from. And so uh, you know, I guess my question would be: Is that a term that we use too loosely, or is that you know, is that a term that we should always use, and when should we use that that term? If you know who who's who is your identity in, yeah. I guess, just what we should ask the, that question. Who's so. shaping your
0: identity? Yeah, for? yeah. You know? What what, is, what is, your, is shaping your identity? What is sh? I mean, are you aligning it with God's word? Yeah. Are you? I I do think it's a term that we use too loose, okay. and because yeah. I don't think that. It's a very nice thing to say to someone in the mm. lobby. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. <laughs> yeah. in a on a conversation with someone, but there's gen- generally not enough time for context to help someone determine how to build their identity. That mm-hmm. just takes mm-hmm.
1: time. I mm-hmm. mean, my gosh, like and I guess a great question you could ask yourself is if Jesus looked at me what he what would he say my identity is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I went on this path of like self-awareness like doing some deep work like why do I make the decisions I make why do I why do my thought processes lead me to this route and I know through that it was my goal to understand myself better so that I can I don't know like understand my relationship with God better Mm -hmm. you know and I don't. I just think asking yourself, like, what would Jesus say my identity is, mm. is just a question of that. Like a bishop, your bishop sitting <laughs> on, the, <laughs> you know, like what would yeah. Jesus say his identity is? Yeah. Like yeah. outwardly, you're a bishop, but inwardly, what are you? Mm. What is your identity? Mm. Um, and I think that just comes with time and with deep work.
2: Yeah, and yeah, deep and
1: work. hard stuff. Yeah. tackling hard stuff.
0: Yeah. I think when our identity is in as christians if our identity is in what we do and not who we do it for it turns Mm -hmm. people off Mm -hmm. ultimately is the is the danger in that Mm, yeah because it's we're we're a pastor we should get a discount
2: yeah or we're a
0: pastor we don't deserve the ticket yeah. Or we're we're a pastor. We're important because mm. we have superpowers. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we have superpowers. Mm. Mm. If our identity is in what we have or what we do, then it is an idol to mm. us. Yeah, and and if we're pursuing an identity and not pursuing an identity in Christ, you know, yeah, I think can become an idol. Yeah, I don't know if you yeah. Thought.
2: No, yeah. I think a question that everyone should ask is: Am I more concerned about advancing? God's kingdom or my kingdom um, when when you're thinking about your identity. Yeah. Um, but that is something to, to chew on. Um, what are you pursuing? What are you pursuing? Are you asking me? I'm, I think that's
0: just a good question. I, yeah, go like what so. are yeah. you pursuing? Yeah, it's a good question for you to yeah. ask. Now, yeah. Rodney, we typically in these episodes with some words of wisdom, mm. you know, we give a charge. Mm. Are, are you you feel equipped to give a charge today, drop some wisdom bombs. And I'm
2: just, I would just circle back to where are your footsteps leading you to? Like when you find yourself getting out of bed, where are your footsteps leading you to Is it leading you to an idol or is it leading you to your identity in Christ?
0: Mm, So good. Thank you for coming on and spending time with Erica and I, Erica was late so we could have had more time on this podcast, but she mm-hmm. dropped the ball. Thanks, Erica.
1: Yeah, I just was working real hard today, guys, when you guys had all the time in the world to do a podcast. But...
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> we got it in.
1: Remember, Jesus loves you guys.